David is a man we know so much uh, as uh, a man after God's own heart because of many wonderful things he did. Today, we are presented with his other side, his human side as well, you know, to show us that um, no matter how great you think you are or we think we are, or even highly placed we are, we are also human and sometimes uh, we make mistakes. We can fall into temptation and even surprise ourselves doing things unimaginable like we see in today's reading, you know, David, uh, the sin of David, just to put it mildly, and a popular story we know so well. But I would like us to concentrate more on what he did, uh, you know, after falling, because that is what matters. It is not about the fall, but getting up once we fall. And in the case of David, we see he acknowledged, and that is what God is looking at, not that we made mistake, but we acknowledge that we have sinned and seek for reconciliation. The same applies to our daily human uh, interaction and you know, um, you know, communication or uh, with one another. That I make uh, or maybe made a mistake or make a mistake. I acknowledge that I have sinned or that I have wronged you and I approach you for reconciliation. That is so wonderful of David and also a good example. So from this failure, we got a wonderful psalm, the psalm of mercy, Psalm 51. We can all, always pray it at our private time. You know, it's a wonderful psalm of acknowledging one's sin. Most of the times, you and I uh, also have this temptation, you know, during confession, people will begin to list how wonderful they are uh, they're doing this, they're doing that. God already knows how beautiful and how good you are. So if I go to confession and begin to recount, you know, uh, how good am I, what is the essence of the confession anyway? If I begin to say I go to Mass, I do this, I say the rosary and all of that. So we are in that space to acknowledge that we have sinned and not to present how wonderful or how good we are. God sees our hearts. He knows how awesome we are. Psalm 139, oh God, you search me and you know me. You know my rising and my resting. You discern my purpose from afar. All my ways lie open to you. Even before I say anything, you know it through and through. So we are not going in that space to begin to tell him what he does not know. Rather, he is seeking what David did. The same Psalm 51, you do not see it in today's uh, reading, but you can do it privately. If you go down, it says, a humbled, contrite heart, you will not spurn. That is what the Lord is looking for. A humbled, contrite heart, the Lord does not spurn. You see the same coming up in the book of uh, Prophecy of Ezekiel. As I live, says the Lord, I do not desire the death of a wicked person. Rather, let him and let her turn from his evil way and live. The example of David. So today we are still going on with the story of David or the book of Samuel. We can uh, learn from David to uh, get up where we are, to move to where we ought to be, to seek for reconciliation.
Secondly, today we celebrate the uh, memorial of uh, Thomas Aquinas, a great saint who has given us so much in our understanding of God. You know, he wrote so many beautiful books. Uh, outstanding among them is Summa Theologica and so many other uh, apologetics that he wrote defending, not just defending, but also uh, being inspired by God. This man wrote so many reflections, you know, giving us uh, materials that will help us to understand uh, what the Christian faith and the Christian doctrine is all about. If you are able, you can just look for a, a summarized uh, Summa Theologica, that is the book. You can also pull it up online to see a summary of what the book is all about. But one thing that I would like us or want to highlight today is in spite or despite his knowledge, you know, he's so intellectual, gifted, despite all of that, he places faith above everything. You know, in our time, you know, the wave of modernism uh, our contemporary society strive more for what we can use the mind or the reason to do, putting faith by the side. Because uh, with the advancement of science and technology, we think we can uh, solve our problems or even understand the world just by critical reasoning. But um, not everything works that way. So this man being gifted with the gift of wisdom and knowledge still places faith above everything. In one of his wonderful compositions, you know, about the Eucharist, he has so many uh, writings on the Eucharist. So in one of his writings, the one that we use for benediction, he says, uh, faith supplies where the senses are defective. Faith supplies where the senses are defective. In Latin, you will just uh, get it beautifully. Pretest fides supplementum, that is faith. Fides supplementum, sensum defectui, that is where the senses are defective. Fides, faith supplies. Or you can put it in a very simple way that faith will tell us that Christ is present because to our human understanding, we can't really say or believe that Christ is present in the Eucharist. But with faith, we know he is there. That same faith we see in the gospel of today, like if we have faith like as little as mustard seed, we can do many things. We can say to this mountain, move from here to there. And of all the signs, you can call it miracles, that Christ uh, performed in his public ministry, almost all of them were done out of faith. He says, your faith has made you whole. Think about the woman with the issue of blood for 38 years. He said, only if I can touch the hem of his garment, I will be made whole. Or oh, at the centurion servant, uh, in uh, Matthew chapter 8, the man says, just say the word and my servant will be healed. And many other miracles or signs, you see that it is with eye of faith that these persons were able to draw nearer to receive 
or have a marvelous encounter with Christ. That is why the letter to the Hebrews tells us that without faith, it is impossible to please God. But with faith, we can do many things. Today, as we reflect on uh, Thomas Aquinas' life, we pray that God will increase our faith as uh, the Gospel of John prayed for all of us, chapter 17, Gospel of Luke, that the Lord will increase our faith so that with the eye of faith, we are able, one, to acknowledge our failures and sins and seek for reconciliation. And with the same eye of faith, we can grow like mustard seed. Finally, as I always say, each time we celebrate any saint, as you reflect on the outcome of their lives, imitate their faith. Letter to the Hebrews chapter 13, verse 7. Remember your leaders who spoke the word of God to you. And as you reflect on the outcome of their lives, imitate their faith. May God bless his words in our hearts always through Christ our Lord. Amen.